Welcome, folks, to this week's picks, the podcast for all you streamaholics out there. I'm Ryan with my buddy Jason, the guy who has all the picks, big old cinephile. We're your guides to the best shows, movies, and more. Join us as we navigate the streaming jungle, uncover those hidden gems, and recommend your must-watch entertainment for this coming week. We'll also spice up your viewing every now and then with some cocktail recipes, the occasional music pick, or a captivating book recommendation. Get ready for laughs, drama, and suspense as we dive into a world of endless possibilities. Hey, welcome to this week's picks, your ultimate podcast for all the streaming delights. What's up, Jason? How are you today, bud? Doing great. Excited to talk about uh, this week's selections. Right on. Uh, as as of lately, everybody knows that's been listening. We've been starting a, uh, a kind of more themed style episodes. Last week's episode, or well, I think we missed a week uh, due to complications. So two weeks ago was stoner comedies this week we're getting a little more more serious this week for episode 20 we've got all things wild wild west except for will smith's movie wild wild west that didn't make your list that did not make my list oh okay yeah yeah nor did the music video or the album or any of that so (laughs) who was who was the the girl in that again oh don't give me a lion, dude. It's been, I saw it maybe, I think I watched it one time. I want to say Salma Hayek, but I don't think that's right. No, I think you, I think you nailed it. Well, yeah. yes, Salma Hayek, yeah. Wow. Hey, look at there. Look at there. Pulling that one out of the deep recesses of my brain. A couple more of these cocktails I'm having tonight, and I'm going to pull that one out. But uh, awesome. Hey, well, I started last week, Jason. Uh, do you want to lead us off this week? Oh, yeah, sure. So, much like the previous weeks, I've got a large swath movies some recommend some like highly recommended some just for discussion purposes um but all things western so let's start off with a huge recommendation if you haven't seen it you should rent it this weekend 1993's tombstone (laughs) so it's from director uh george cosmetosis same guy that did the second rambo but more importantly the cast right it's got kurt russell uh, top of his game, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott, Bill Paxton, and keeping out like Billy Bob Thornton in the yep. you know lower tiers of the cast there. Yep. Um, quite a few others. Just an all-time incredible Billy Western, Zane, right? Billy Zane's even in it. Oh yeah, he is. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it follows the uh, it's like the Wyatt Earp story, right? Right. Uh, he moves to the town of Tombstone and is forced to don, don the badge again. You know, pairs up with Doc Holliday and takes down some, you know, bad guy rustlers or whatever they are. And and the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And man, it is just an incredible western. Like, absolutely incredible movie. Absolutely incredible movie. I literally just uh, I came across TikTok the other day. <clears throat> of a guy reacting and watching it for the first time. And it was awesome to hear him just talk about it. He's like, that was one of the coldest movies I've ever seen. Those dudes just nothing like the whole hell is come with me line that Wyatt Earp yeah. gives. And then the whole, I play for blood. I play for keeps. Like, yeah, <laughs> just, he was just, he went off. Like that is sick. He goes, I watched that movie. And then I went on a four hour history hunt about who the real doc holiday was. I'm like, yeah, dude, like absolutely. I mean, it is snubbed for Oscar on that one. It is probably his best performance. You know, he is incredible. And let's not forget the the fifth member of the gang, the mustache. Oh, yeah. Just all of them have these incredible mustaches. Um, 
the dialogue's always, amazing. Always. Oh, it's Action. so well and well performed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who um, who plays Ringo? Mm. I have to. I, that dude was him. And the guy who played Curly Bill is from Texas, and I believe he's a graduate of my alma mater. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, um, man, all around mustaches galore. Wild West Cowboys, fantastic acting, fantastic story. Yeah, just cold as ice. If you have not seen that, so I, I must ask immediately. Um, 100%. So I don't have a ton more to dive into it with because we got so many other movies to cover. Mm-hmm. But really, if, if you like westerns or just great movies, yeah. this should should be on your have seen list. Not yeah. an all time western for me, I believe. I really do. Uh, I knew it was on your list, so I left it off mine, but. That's that's top. I mean, I'm I, if I meet somebody they haven't watched it, I'm like, well, you got two and a half hours. When do you want to do it? You know. So. But, so what yeah. what do you got next for us? All right. Well, I'm I'm kind of going to order. I'm gonna start off fun, and kind of go to more serious. You know, in my pick order tonight, and then uh, okay, my last, my last pick's kind of ridiculous. But so for fun, I'm going to want a movie I have watched so many times in my life. I own it on DVD. I've streamed it. I mean, I've done everything. It's 1988's Young Guns. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. And it's got basically everybody in this movie before they were, when they're young and getting famous. I mean, you've got Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips, Dermot Mulroney, and a youngish Jack Palance, a very young Terry O'Quinn, which, you know, was Locke from Lost. Yeah. Uh, I just love it. It's... It's easy to watch, right? I, I made it my first pick. Did how much fun it is? Um, I just, yeah, I think it's not anything overly ridiculous. Uh, but yeah, it's just a fun movie. Uh, I, like I said, I don't know how many times I've probably watched the thing in my life. But uh, I think it's one of Emilio Estevez's best best performances. Really? Oh, easily, yeah. Yeah, and of course. You know, it's like I said, it's got everybody in it. You're gonna have fun with it because the cast and. You know, it's, it's a Western, so you don't have to worry about timing and stuff being outdated. It's still good to go. It's still, and it's it's based on real stuff that happened with the Lincoln, you know, the Lincoln Cattle War or whatever it was um, that actually went down. So you guys do historical research and, and learn that it went well and how it went and if that actually happened. But anyway, I mean. Because that was the thing, right? They were like getting the cattle, they were protecting their cattle and fighting off people. Is that what the thing was? Yeah, it was that. It was between like. You know, two factions, I guess. Oh, know. yeah, right. You know, like one who owned the government had a government in his pocket. You know, That's right. Yeah. So they're stonewalling them, keeping people out, and it became a territory war over land and resources, and even the city of Lincoln kind of got involved. So, I mean, really in the movie, we talk about uh, the president getting involved. Like, a letter went to President Hayes, and it got to be that bad. So... Uh, of course, they take some wild liberties in this film with the you oh, know, of course and stuff, but that makes a movie. But it's a true story, so maybe read read about the, the, the Lincoln War and then watch the movie for fun. Uh, I don't know, but anyway, like I said, my big factor about this movie: it's classic, easy to watch, fun, and really, it's not overly dirty, so it's pretty family friendly if you're looking to like get somebody into a western. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. I know you've seen it. I'm pretty sure we've watched this thing together. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, quite a few. I used also used to used to own it on DVD back before I got rid of my collection. Um, cool. Well, good pick. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. So, what's next, bud? Well, I'm going to... Uh, still in the Western, still top tier from 92. Probably my favorite Clint Eastwood, but a lot darker than Young Guns. <laughs> with uh, Unforgiven. Oh, yes. Directed by Clint Eastwood, stars Clint Eastwood. But also just an incredible performance from Gene Hackman. You got Morgan right. Freeman in there. Right. Right. Um, you know, he plays the once ruthless killer turned the gentle farmer <laughs> but uh he accepts one last bounty hunter mission to find somebody and uh he's joined by his old partner and you know the i think the the like new guy is morgan freeman right it's been a while since i've seen this it's been a while but yeah newish yeah morgan yeah newish guy yeah Who wants and they to go to them? Yeah. yeah and they go to take on a corrupt sheriff and um well, no, Morgan Freeman plays his old partner, I think. It's two, it's, it's something like that. Like they're coming back together for some relational issue, and I can't remember what it is. Yeah, I'll be honest, I think I seen that movie twice. Yeah, because it's so dark and so heavy. Oh, the like, ending, too, right? It's yeah. like, yeah, it's 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 dark, it's like slow at times, but boy, it's also just incredible. I mean, and think it, about it, Grand Torino as a western, you know, like it's yeah, it's, Eastwood, it's a Clint Eastwood film, you know, like it's. Nitty gritty dark. It has. It's more about the well, kind of a Tarantino film, more about the dialogue and the settings, and then you know shoot them up. Mm-hmm. Really, just another just top tier, probably one of the best westerns I think that have been made. So, did if you're in the mood, picture? did it? I mean, I I believe it. I, I'm pretty I sure it won that year. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's a little over two hours. Um, I don't think it's streaming anywhere, so you probably have to rent it, but well worth the watch. I mean, at least for one viewing. Yeah, it won four Academy Awards that year. Sure. It won Best Picture, Best Director for Quinn Eastwood, Best Supporting Actor for Gina Hackman, and Best Film Editing for Joel Cox. All right. Eastwood was nominated for Best Actor for his performance, but he lost to Al Pacino for Cinema Woman. Boom. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, Cinema Woman's also a good movie. So I'll give Pacino that one. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that'll make a list sometime down the road oh, yeah. when we do our Al Pacino episode. <laughs> All things Al Pacino. Yeah, it'll just be Pacino Al movies. Pacino. Yeah, Al Pacino movies. <laughs> oh, man. I <laughs> already. end up getting all the Nero, too, because they were. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, a lot of overlap there. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, once again, a lot of other movies to get to. But I think I had heat here before. But um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. All right, dude. Well, awesome, awesome. Yeah. Forgive is fantastic. Like, if you haven't seen it, and you've watched any Western in your life, you should watch Unforgiven. I ain't no doubt. I ain't no doubt. Cool. What's next for you? All right. <clears throat> next for me, it's really this. I'm going to say this. I like them both, but okay. I'm recommending the remake of The Magnificent Seven from 2016. Oh, okay. With the uh, Chris and... Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, Denzel, Ethan Hawke. Yeah, that whole that whole cast right there. Yeah. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio, um, I believe, and he was in... 600 ground on Netflix as well. And he's fantastic hmm. in it. But anyway, it's a retelling of a class. I mean, they do change the story up in the actual 60s version that has 
all the guys of the 60s that you ever wanted in a movie together in that movie as well. Um, but yeah, anyway, the remake 2016, um, it's, they really did a really great job with the new story, kind of fresh remake. Everybody's like, everybody thought because the trailer would be all Denzel. It's not all Denzel, but I mean, he's still kind of the lead. Um, good casting a, overall. Yeah. It's a pretty good ensemble film, you know? Yeah, it really is. And that's exactly how the first Magnificent Seven was. So I'll say it's great casting. I think they all played their parts really well. Um, it's, you know, it's a little darker than the original. Uh, I, I'll say, unlike Young Guns, this isn't one I turn on all the time. It's more leaning towards Unforgiven, where it has the slow parts, it's kind of dark, darker, a little more heavy, and not as good as Tombstone to put on the rewatch list. But it's still great, still fun. Uh, I don't know, like, you know, I grew up with an aunt who's obsessed with Westerns to this day. So I saw the original. So when the remake came out, well, she and I went to the theater to watch this. So, um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, if you like Tombstone, you like the other Westerns, check this out. Last I knew it was on Prime. And I probably watched it about three months ago again, just to, to remember and check it out. Uh, I think it's fantastic. I think the performances are pretty good. Uh, there's mixed reviews online, so, but don't take those because you know, how hard is it to make a Western in 2016 anymore? It's not really a thing people see a lot of. So I don't know. But I thought of it as a fun, like, ensemble Western film, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you compare it to the great westerns, the classics, it, eh, you could nitpick it all day long, right? But if you just treat it like a fun ensemble, we're here to do a job and you know, yeah. battle bad guys, and it's, just, it's a lot of fun, right? You got the good guys, the bad guys. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all it is. Sitting it's a simple down. movie. Yeah, it, they weren't trying to remake The Wheel in this one. You know, they're just trying to have fun. And it was during that era of all remakes in movies, but. That's a great cast, man. Like those guys are fantastic. So, yeah. Um, definitely check it out, y'all. Definitely check it out. Um, and then check out the originals. And there's actually original has sequels. I think the originals even had a TV show. Um, but don't yeah. <laughs> now um, we're going deep down the rabbit holes. Yeah, right, right, right. So uh, but anyways, guys, have fun with that one. The Magnificent Seven. I think it's magnificent, you know. But yeah, so if you need just something to binge watch and you go tombstone. Young Guns to lighten the mood, Magnificent Seven to keep it light again, and Unforgiven to make you depressed to go to sleep. Very good. Third pick so far. Well, I'm going to stay on the Gene Hackman train. Oh, yeah. Let's jump go. to 1995's The Quick and the Dead. Ooh. So, yeah. directed by Sam Raimi, the guy who did The Evil Dead. Uh, really directed by Sam Raimi? Yeah. yeah oh, this, Sam Raimi did the first three Evil Deads and, you know, the Spider. Several Spider-Mans and Dragon um, to Hell was his. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that movie. And uh, yeah, so he did a western where a mysterious woman comes to town to compete in a. Uh, they're having a quick draw elimination tournament. So, yep. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and the town's taken over by this kind of notorious gunman, and he's having a, a tournament for quick draw where you right. pull your gun and see who's faster at shooting the other person. <laughs> um so basically yeah. you know they're having this tournament and all these like all the top tier gun guy uh what would you call them uh quick draw uh, yeah just gun yeah. I, I don't know gunmen, yeah <laughs> all the know. all the gunmen across the state all the badasses of the world try to come to this tournament to who want to prove themselves to be yeah. the best you know yeah. come to compete yeah and uh yeah you got sharon stone 
Gene Hackman like plays the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not guaranteed to die. You might just get a bullet hole somewhere. And that's true. That's not top tier medical care. Then back. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got uh, to amputate. Uh, why? Well, I sprained a big toe. Well, you got to lose the leg, bud. <laughs> but anyway, you got you got Sharon Stone. You got Gene Hackman playing the uh, town. I guess he's own runs the town. Uh, yeah. Russell Crowe. You got an amazing Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, how old do you think Kevin, Kevin Conway man I don't know 20 20s, 20s I don't know maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, um, and yeah directed by Sam Raimi so it's just this man, I don't know how to explain it it's just really stylized if I recall right you know it's just uh, it has a different feel to it yeah it's most. it's like we're, we, you know, earlier we we're talking about these like Clint East. I'm talking about these Clint Eastwood what westerns with Unforgiven, right, right, and right. you got the um, um, Tombstone. How it was directed? Yeah, just the Tombstone. These classic epic tales, and then here you have this, this like just about a bunch of dudes coming to a town to shoot each other, <laughs> right? And uh, right. I don't know, it's just a lot of fun. The dueling, you know, maybe you start to be like, okay, the plot gets a little. Okay, another two people are trying to shoot each other. Right. Uh, there's not a lot going on there, but um, ramp it up. I remember he ramps it up at one point to make it more serious. And there's some stressful times, like who's fighting who, and yeah, um, it's like the well, that's thing a thing March Madness, but with guns. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? It's just a. It takes what is kind of a simple movie and just through amazing performances, just yeah. fun characters, a lot of style. Um, he, added, he added emotion to it. I yeah, that. some great. I mean, great, yeah. great directing. If anyone else had directed this film, it probably would have been just a complete dud. But mm-hmm. between the all-star cast and Sam Raimi, it's just it's a lot of fun to watch. Oh, 100 percent. I've watched that movie a lot. If it's on TV, it's one that goes on. If I see it streaming somewhere, it's one that goes on in the back. Oh yeah, exactly right. Because I know where, I know where we're at. I've watched it so many times. That's the thing. You're like, ah, just watch this one scene. I just see this one gun yeah. battle. Oh yeah, that's one gun fight. I, yeah, I, I know. Ah, uh, just five more minutes, and then we can go. Five minutes. Yeah, then I've watched the whole thing again. Like, yeah, it's uh, almost over. <laughs> I think Gene Hackman, he makes that movie. I oh, mean, yeah, right. for sure. He holds it together. Him. You hate him so much. That perfect, like swarmy, like. Mm. So we'll we'll keep things moving along, and um, I'll keep I don't know why I feel like tying things together, but we'll tie this next one together with Russell Crowe. Mm-hmm. Uh, hop over to Three Ten to Yuma from James Mangold, yes. and uh, yes. same guy that did uh, Logan and Walk the Line. Um, okay. Two thousand seven, Russell Crowe and Christian Bale. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, uh, there's an infamous outlaw, and he's finally captured. And uh, I think Chris, uh, let's see, wait, who is it? No, Russell Crowe plays the outlaw, right? Yes. And then he's captured, and Christian Bale is just some struggling, I don't know, veteran farmer guy again. Yeah, and yeah, he, he's, got, he has, he's like the downright most honest person. Yeah. And so he volunteers to escort uh, him to the station, to a train station, so that they can transport him to the city and hold trial, but his uh, his gang is not going to let him go quite so easily. Right. So they are trying to show up and kill 
Christian Bale to get uh, their guy back. And uh, yeah. I think you got Alan. I forgot, oh, I totally forgot Alan Tudyk. Tudyk? Never say that right. Isn't it? Um, uh, it's, uh, it's been a while since I said this one, so I'll take a word at it. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm kind of veering a little here because I just oh, yeah. love him so much. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a simple film, but it's just captivating. It's really well done. Yeah, just uh, top tier performances. So it's just uh, another a lot of emotion in that one. Oh yeah, a lot of emotion, a lot of like good story building and flashbacks, and you know, I think there's like a whole romance subplot. Oh, I'm sure. Um, sure. Anyway, just another. I need to watch that one again. Slightly more modern Western, Mm -hmm. Um, because a lot of these we're talking about from the '90s. So it's nice to have a few more recent ones. Right. Yeah, they're still making westerns, folks. They're still making them. So, and if uh, you know. Let's holler Hollywood to make more. Um, well, they made um, fairly recent. I mean, moving to way more recently. I don't know if you saw on Netflix the uh, the harder they fall. I think I it came out yeah. came out like two years ago, I think, give or take. Okay. Um, so it kind of mostly follows the outlaw perspective in this one. Like he's a outlaw gunning for revenge, hmm. so he's with his gang to take down another guy and crime boss or something. And uh, it's got Jonathan majors. Who's absolutely incredible. Uh, Idris Elba, Regina King. Um, I've never seen Idris Elba was in that. That's what drew me to it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So another more modern Western. It's a amazing cast. A lot of fun. It's just, it's just cool. Like it's just like a cool Western. Does that make sense? Like good dial, like snappy dialogue. Great soundtrack, just like you're like, fuck yeah, this is fun. That kind of vibe. <laughs> All right, well, I'll have to put it on my list. I think it's on my Netflix list. It just hasn't gotten watched yet. No, oh, definitely w- watch it. You know, I'll watch it. And I'll report back for our next episode, um, or episode or two from now, probably. I don't know. I got some free time this weekend. Maybe we'll see what happens. Um, cool, man. Awesome, awesome. Well, as I get darker and more gritty, my next pick is um. I'll describe it as Sopranos in the Wild Wild West. So I'm going to the TV show this time. I'm going with HBO's Deadwood. All right. Yeah. And I mean, just a disclaimer. I know I've mentioned it before. I'm sure we've had movies of his before. I know I have. I love Timothy Olyphant. Absolutely. <laughs> I think he's under underappreciated for what he does. And uh, man, he's fantastic in Deadwood. I mean... I basically, I got one question about westerns. You want to watch a grittiest fuck western TV show? It's HBO, right? So oh, easily, boom, Deadwood. Like I did not know what I was getting into when I fired the first episode. I went, "Oh shit, I cannot watch this with the wrong folks." Um, yeah, the guy who plays Sinergen, I think they probably wrote him to say "fuck" about five hundred times in one, in every episode. Uh, <laughs> Who? Oh, Ian Ian McShane. Ian McShane, yeah, and he's freaking fantastic in that. He plays that so well. Uh, great cast. I mean, there's not a lot of besides Timothy Olyphant, Ian McShane. I can't think of anybody you really, really, really know. Uh, but I think it's three. It's three seasons in a movie. So they made three seasons. I don't remember why they stopped making it. It was something like I remember listening to an interview told me Timothy Olyphant talking about it. It was a weird cancellation. They came back a couple of years ago and made a movie out of it to seal it all up. Um, I don't think I ever saw the movie. Yeah, it's it's the whole 
the series is well directed, well written, well acted. I mean, it's, it's an HBO show, so you know you're getting all that. You're getting this solid character development throughout the whole seasons. Um, not my spoilers, but there's a part in season two that the end of season two that happens solely because the actor got on the director's nerves. <laughs> But then it ended up being the whole subplot to the emotional development of season three. And I heard that from an interview with Timothy Oliphant. It was like... All right. Yeah, so that's actually what got me to watch the show was listening to that interview with him. And I watched the show, and I was in love, and I'll go back and watch it again. And uh, I mean, it's just... It is it is not bright, like Young Guns and Medicine 7. It is color. You know, it's washed out, dirty, gritty. It's... No, I think you nailed it with... like. Yeah. Sopranos in a so Western Sopranos, yeah. right? Like, right, 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 almost right. nobody's a really good gar- like good no. guy. No, no one's the hero. Uh, everyone's kind of yeah corrupt in their own way. Right, right. So, although I yeah, love, guys, I enjoy it. So if you got, I already have Max. It's on there. All three seasons in the movie. So, you know, you're waiting for House of the Dragon season two to come out in 2025. <laughs> We got three seasons in wood in the movie. I have to rewatch that soon. Yeah, do it, do it. I've got to fire up Sopranos and finish it. But anyway, that's what I got, man. What's up next? Well, so I have a few picks to go from here. So I've got some weird, off-the-cuff ones that are kind of really interesting. But then before that, kind of like what is a western? Sometimes you wonder: is it just like oh, we got two revolvers and a, a cowboy hat and some horses, or like? Um, cause you know, I've got two Quentin Tarantino movies pulled up here, Okay, which Django Unchained, right? Right. So are we calling that a Western? You know, uh, I do. All right. So to a point, I mean, um, why not a German bounty hunter, you know, yeah. and a freed slave? Yeah. I mean, I guess so. Going after a Mississippi plantation owner. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's. It's Tarantino film, so it fills every genre possible, except for I think sure. it's not science fiction because <laughs> they don't go in space. But, uh. Uh, um, yeah, it's just an incredible gunfight scene towards the end, right? I mean, oh, all time. God. All time. Um, amazing movie. A great performance from Jamie Foxx. Christopher Waltz performs, as always. Another Leo movie. Another so Leo we could have made like a, a, what kind of like a chain list of movie to movie here with like mm-hmm. gene hackman and leo and russell um yeah, we'll get better by 100 episode 150 we'll start those chains up that's what we'll do kurt i mean kurt russell's in so many of these yeah samuel jackson I mean, makes a few his mustache you gotta have you gotta have kurt russell in for the mustache which we should just go ahead and jump now to a new, another kurt russell tarantino film the hateful eight right oh yeah so yes. also arguably i guess the western two bounty hunters all Seeks shelter in a cabin during a blizzard. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. We got yeah. Samuel L. Jackson yeah, and sure. yeah. Kurt Russell and just another amazing film, right? Cool, everybody. Yeah. And Kurt Russell's mustache is back. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that film right there is awesome. I saw it's streaming and there's a version on Netflix that's the extended version which breaks up into episodes. Yeah. Really cool. I, yeah, that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. It takes it to like over three hours, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like closer to four. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's something stupid. 
um but worth it i think it's a fantastic film i, I love um oh walton goggins i love him mm-hmm. he does too so that he's a great choice for supporting actor in that one so you got any other picks for us i got one more i've got my absolute ridiculous western quote unquote western you know if we're gonna go that way out okay and um I I don't know. This film got so much hate when it came out because I think it just I don't know. I like it. It's fun. I watched after my first watch, and I was I let years of the disappointment watch. Actually, right. again, I liked it. I'm going 2011's Cowboys and Aliens. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was John Favreau. You know, um, Daniel Craig, Harrison Ford. Uh, Olivia Wilde's in this. Sam Rockwell does a good job in it. It's got a lot of other people, folks, in, of course, to make a movie happen. Um, this movie is exactly what the title says, to a point. You know, it's, uh, and I gotta say, this is semi disappointment the first time I watched it. Uh, it took me a while to watch it again, but I did recently. It was fun. I just had fun with it. I didn't take it too serious. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. I think it was a. I think it was a theater flop. If I'm not wrong, but oh yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a. I've got a, one of my favorite reviews. I found up. I, I, I just read this review that came off Letterbox. It is a guy reviewed it at one and a half stars. It says John Favreau. I have an awesome cowboy movie idea. DreamWorks. DreamWorks. Oh, awesome. What's it about? Favreau. It's about a badass outlaw who enters a town and runs the criminals out. DreamWorks. This film film sounds nothing like Avatar. I uh, what? I didn't even compare it to Avatar. <laughs> right, but a movie. But Avatar made a lot of money. It's the number one movie ever, like over two billion. Right, but like, what does that have to do with it? You know, what Avatar has aliens. Add some aliens to your movie. People love that shit. This is a western. No, it was a western. Now it's a cool sci-fi movie. And it's like Favreau. I really don't think DreamWorks. Ah, sorry, maybe I'm mistaken. Have you directed or produced the number one film ever made? Favreau, no, but DreamWorks, unless your name is James Cameron, I want aliens in my cowboy movie. Favreau leaves the office. Favreau calls up his buddy. Hey, Russo, we need to beat this stupid alien movie. I made Iron Man a few years ago. Can we make that superhero crap in a couple billion? But anyway, like, it's just, like, they added, like, I feel like he had a great, almost a Daniel Craig, James Bond of the Westerns, right? But they added, they added fucking aliens and it got a little ridiculous well i mean that's the thing i mean do you know anything about the the behind the scenes of this film i don't i i don't either i was hoping for some (laughs) i was hoping for some like tidbits into it because like i think i think that review nailed it right it's like hey amazing western put aliens in it right okay but then again i don't know it's a pretty fun premise right like a couple cowboys battling aliens yeah, I would have like, seen that. It was like, I was like, oh shit, Cowboys A. That's the thing, like Predator with revolvers, you know? From like, a, let's go. Yeah, from a dude that has produced a lot of great films. The exactly. first Iron Man, like Elf. Exactly. Chef was pretty great. Um, you know, a lot of potential there. Big cast, fun premise. I mean, it's not like it's impossible either, right? Like the new. Um, the new Predator that came out on Hulu the other year. Yeah, Prey. Yeah. Prey, I mean, that was awesome. Kind of Indians versus aliens. Yep. You could have uh, it that way. So, really, I, I don't know if the studio got involved or what happened. It's just, <sighs> just 
I yeah. uh, editing could have got in there. I don't know. Well, yeah. Anyway, on the on the weird note, I have a, another weird cowboy western film, but uh, much higher higher regarded. The good, okay. the bad, and the weird. So it's a it's a story of um. Let's see, where did it? I think it was released. So it's a Korean western, and it's the story of three Korean outlaws in the 1930s. And their dealings with the Japanese army and uh, Chinese and Russian bandits. So it's a it's a Korean western, and okay. they kind of riff off of the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? They're, okay. they're trying to remake it for their Korean sensibilities, I guess, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just weird as hell. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I don't I don't know how to describe it. It's been a while since I really watched it. Yeah. Um, it's just stylish. It's okay interesting it's a great riff on a classic western um a lot of awesome action a lot of awesome stunts um great like camera work great film filmography um so yeah it's just a nice non-american western you know which i don't think we see very many of you don't really yeah yeah so uh if you haven't seen it it's definitely worth checking out uh okay all right a lot of fun I'll take it because man, like the raid. If I watched the raid, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, I gotta start really paying attention to your picks more often. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, awesome. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the weird. You said it was called the what good, called? the bad, and the weird. Yep. Oh, I like it. So, uh, what else you got for us? Oh, I mean, I don't have more picks this week, so I'm out of movies and stuff. Unless you got anything else to add, I'm gonna roll into other stuff. But uh, I got a few honorable mentions. You got some honorable mentions in there. I got some some. Brief ones to talk about quickly. Cool, let's go. So, I'm not even calling these recommendations. We're just talking about them. Okay. So don't hold me to them. So I wanted to, to throw a mention to Shanghai Noon with okay. uh, right. Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson. You know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so just like a fun, once again, you got an Imperial Guard Jackie Chan coming to a, a Western, mixing in the, you know, Jackie Chan with Western and I can't. Yeah. I don't know if you can call it a western because Owen Wilson kind of makes it more of like a, it's almost like a another rush hour, but in yeah, but the I'm west. About to say, it's a rush hour in the wild west. What it's, made. Yeah. yeah, rush hour in the west, but it's fun. You know, it's fun. Yeah. So we got cowboy hats and we got revolvers. So yeah, isn't that the criteria? That's all you need, uh, buddy. That's all you need. I mean, ne- we're pulling some weird stuff in here, there. Yeah. Next up, because we haven't mentioned Kurt Russell enough. <laughs> so <laughs> just a little more Kurt Russell I for the road. More Kurt Russell. Where is my uh, we and we've kind of mentioned this one in a previous podcast because I talked about uh director Steven um Zoller. Mm-hmm. Never know if I'm saying it right, but uh yeah. Craig Zoller. Uh he he directed in 2015 Bone Tomahawk. And so okay. yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you have this like it's so hard to describe because you have a shootout in a saloon. Sheriff injures some dude, and then they are taking care of him in a prison, and then suddenly like both dis- dis- disappear. And then you have like this cannibal tribe, and then it suddenly goes from like a western to like a horror film. Spoilers, hmm. um, but really interesting, unique, not your typical western. So worth checking out if you want another kind of dark western twist. Um. I wanted to throw a brief mention to American Tale, Five Will Goes West. <laughs> Not a good film, 
<laughs> not good by any means, but if you're our age, oh, yeah, then you probably remember watching this on VHS uh, numerous times because yeah. I mean that's what it was when we were kids, right? Like you didn't have Netflix or streaming; you had ten VHS tapes. <laughs> you would just watch hundreds of times because you didn't have any other options. Uh, and that's this film for me. And uh, one last pick for the one last uh, conversation for the road. We already talked about 310 to Yuma. Yeah. So he before that, he also directed same guy, James Mangold, directed 1997's Copland with uh, Sylvester Stallone, Harvey Keitel, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, Peter Berg. Yeah. Um, really, I would say like six of the dudes in this cast went on to be in. Uh, Sopranos. <laughs> so, or wait, am I thinking of Sopranos or Goodfellas? Probably both, honestly. But um, yeah, I don't maybe know. Maybe Goodfellas. Yeah, got Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah Robert Ray Patrick. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's once again, it's not technically a western mm-hmm. because it takes place in the '90s in New Jersey, but I mean, it's essentially like an urban western, you know. You've got one rugged, uh, down-on-his-luck cop, sheriff, who is battling the, you know, evil trying to take over his town. So, really probably one of the best performances I've ever seen from Sylvester Stallone. Incredible cast. Just a really fun movie. I'm going to admit, I don't think I've seen this one. Yeah. I mean, it, I hadn't seen it so recently. It passed up on my radar for a long time. Um, I mean, it's a 90s crime drama, right? Yeah. With yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. And I, I kind of thought, man, any late 90s film or later with Stallone is just completely passable. But uh, no, it's really hey, good. There we go. He has his moments, man. He has his moments. Uh, I'm going to throw out our eye real quick. Um I just came to my mind, and it's kind of Western because the setting, the way they do the the movie, it's animated. But Rango, okay, yeah, Rango up the chameleon. I just came to my head of like that movie, and he's faking who he is and all that stuff. But anyway, that's my honorable mention. Well, good, good stuff. A lot of a lot of things going to watch now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to our picks this week. Hey, don't forget to follow us, subscribe to us, your favorite podcast element, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it may be. Leave us five stars and review. Helps us get out there. Helps people hit, tell a friend about us. Help people hear about us by the comments, the five stars. If you leave a one star, don't be an asshole. Um, but, you know, I get it. Um, hey, engagement's and, engagement. Come on. Engagement, buddy. But, hey, we'll try to do better next episode. We'll go back there and change to a five star. But, uh <laughs> Follow us on all things social media. Uh, TikTok and Instagram is this week's picks. Uh, Twitter, now known as X, is this week's picks pod. And Patreon, you guys, this week's picks. Uh, you can subscribe there. Patreon, we'll be working to get bonus stuff out there. I have been more active as last week on TikTok, posting some parlays and, and so forth on TikTok, uh, active with games going on with all NCAA and football being back and stuff like that. Um, so follow us there. That's probably where I'm most active now. It's probably X slash Twitter 
or TikTok at this moment. So follow us on there. Give us a like, uh, all that. Check out our, our post. Um, so that being said, it is time for the parlay of the day, the ridiculous gambling wager. Actually, this was not half bad this week. I'm actually going to think this might have a shot. And then we got Nix's pick, which is a guaranteed lock that Nick's my dog, which is going to make a great shirt one day, her face, just with the you know, cash money um, on there. But uh, uh, anyways, disclaimer real quick, as always, if you don't have it to lose, don't gamble. We're having this for fun. You know, 10 bucks max bets is what we I'll run probably every day, um, or, or $10 split, multiple bets. Uh, don't. Don't risk it all on something stupid, okay? Uh, be smart. Right, we got bills to pay, people to take care of, and uh, especially this economy. Don't think you're gonna get rich off sports betting. I remember I remember reading it too long ago that even penny slots are a multi-billion-dollar industry. Because man, casinos are not built on winners, right? So that being said, everybody, this week's parlay is for NCAA football on Saturday. September, well, of the 16th, which will be before this thing comes out. So I'll post this on TikTok as well. My bad, folks. I wasn't thinking. Um, but when this is going to release, going to come out. But September 16th, uh, NCAA football, parlay, LSU Tigers, Mississippi State Bulldogs got the over 54.5 total points. Virginia Tech Hokies versus the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, over 38.5. Wyoming Cowboys against the Texas Longhorns over 48 and a half. And the Colorado State Rams and Colorado Buffaloes, I have under 60 and a half. Uh, I don't see the Colorado State Rams scoring that many points and the Buff Colorado Buffaloes. They don't really want to pad the stats. But right now that is a plus plus 1,060 odds. So like a dollar wins you $13.60, $10 wins you $130, $136. So you know how it goes. But check that out. Check those bets out. I'll be posting that on TikTok and with some upcoming wagers probably for NFL and stuff going forward. Um, Nix's pick this week is the lock. As we're rolling into playoff baseball, uh, disclaimer, I still love my Texas Rangers, but we are cursed with injuries this year. As our, our second ace of the season just went out for the remainder of the season and probably will not pitch in the playoffs. I had the Minnesota Twins as Nix's pick to win the World Series. So you'll get a little futures pick on that one. A little extra bonus money on that one. So hit the Minnesota Twins and win the World Series this week, this year. So that's all I got, man. That's all I got for the bets this week. Like I said, be smart with your money. Um, JC, you got anything else for us tonight? No. Plenty of plenty of things to go out and watch. Plenty of things to watch, guys, and plenty of things to do. Uh, don't forget, if this is your first time picking up an episode, go back to our previous episodes. Um, you know, share them with a friend, like I said. A lot of cocktail recipes in there. A lot of other movie picks, show picks, book picks, music picks. Um, so we work towards that some more. We appreciate your time. Appreciate you listening. Appreciate you sharing it and giving us a like and five stars and a review everywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks. I'm done. You done? Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Cheers, Cheers y'all.